360 with Katie Wolf. Everyone is listening to Mix 104.9, 100% NT. And as you've heard throughout the morning, we've certainly been discussing this at length because there seems to be some real confusion at this point in time as to exactly what locations are included when it comes to these half-price flights, especially when you talk about the Northern Territory. We knew very clearly yesterday or late last night that uh, Central Australia, i.e. the Lassiter region, so uh, Alice Springs and also Uluru were included on that list. But take a listen to the Tourism Minister, the Federal Tourism Minister, Dan Tien, on the show a bit earlier today. The Ayers Rock and Alice Springs are included on that list. Our understanding is that Darwin isn't at this stage. Is that correct? No, Darwin is one of the locations that we, um, we've also identified, and so it, it will be a beneficiary as well. So the Northern Territory is very well covered by this, uh, by this package. All right, so, so we will actually be able to get those half-price flights to uh, Darwin? Yes, there, there will be uh, half-price flights uh, that will be uh, available to go to uh, Air, Alice Springs, Ayers Rock and, and to Darwin. Um, Darwin wasn't on that list that has come through to us, but by the sounds of it, what you're saying is that people will be able to travel to Darwin. There, there is, um, and if you go onto the uh, Department of Transport, Transport website, you will see that um, that Darwin is listed. So it says where the, the TANS program, which is the travel assistance program, will reduce the cost of flying to the following initial regions, Adelaide, Broome, Darwin, Great Ocean Road, Hobart, etc. So it, it's there on the Department of Infrastructure, Transport, Regional Development and Communications website. What we gave initially was a, um, a list of the destinations as examples. Yep. But uh, quite clearly, um, Darwin is part of them. So you've done well in the NT. So there you go. Um, so we know that one area which is definitely um, going to, well, hopefully uh, this is going to help, is Central Australia. Joining us on the line right now from Tourism Central Australia, CEO Daniel Rochford. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Katie, and good morning to your listeners. Daniel, there still seems to be a bit of confusion about these locations, and uh, you've just heard the Tourism Minister there. I tried my best to make it as clear as possible. Yeah, look, uh, you can only ask, as uh, many times you did, uh, uh, the Minister was pretty clear with his response. Uh, certainly in the uh, correspondence and, uh, that I've received this morning that Darwin is certainly uh, there on the list in terms of flights to Cairns and flights to Broome. But uh, beyond that, uh, I'm not seeing that. But uh, you heard it directly from the source. Yeah, let's hope it's correct. Um, You know, we do know that there's certainly going to be an opportunity for other Aussies to travel to Central Australia. That's uh, that's certainly very clear. Uh, Alice Springs and Uluru. Daniel, what's been your reaction this morning to this announcement? Look, it's great news for our industry, Kate, and you and I have spoken many times about the challenges we've faced over the last 12 months. We are one of the most uh, international uh, dependent tourism destinations in the country, uh, and our operators have been doing extremely tough. Uh, to be able to ha- have this incentive in place for both Alice Springs and Yolara uh, is going to be a, a massive boost uh, to get bums on seats and bums on beds. Uh, now the challenge is to make sure that we stand out from the crowd. You know, other destinations are getting this same uh, incentive, so we need to make sure that uh, we're pitching the Red Centre 
uh, and making sure that people uh, have us on their bucket list uh, items to do. That's going to be the, uh, the real telling point here, isn't it? We've really got to be able to market ourselves well. Very much so. We are in some respects, uh, and I think uh, through this with a glass half full, we're not a, a beach destination. We are something different. With, with that international holiday, you just can't do. Uh, and uh, many of our experiences are just something uh, very different uh, uh, to the likes of the Cairns and the Whitsundays and the Gold Coast. So we're certainly going to pitch ourselves as uh, Tourism Northern Territory have recently done with their recent brand launch uh, as somewhere very different, and uh, I think we can easily do that. Daniel, do you have any concerns about, um, you know, the, the frequency of flights and making sure that they really are going to be reasonably priced? Yeah, look, I think that is a, a great, a, certainly a concern for the industry. One of the challenges that we've had recently, Katie, is a lot of our flights through Alice Springs have been triangulated with uh, flights onto the, then onto Darwin. So we've uh, seen a massive constraint of uh, capacity coming into Alice Springs. So we've been situa- seeing situations where 20 passengers are flying in to Alice Springs, uh, they get off, and then 20 passengers get on at Alice to go onto Darwin with the plane completely full. And unfortunately, we don't have that um, capacity because of the Darwin uh, passengers on that plane. Mm. So hopefully what this announcement will see is uh, more point-to-point flights so we uh, start to see that capacity grow. Daniel, is it going to be enough, do you think, to keep the struggling tourism and aviation industries going? Look, I certainly share many of the concerns from our national peak bodies today. Uh, that these uh, support programs uh, are are really uh, warmly welcomed. But uh, for those businesses who are at the cliff face, uh, who are facing the the gauntlet of having to uh, sack their staff uh, because they just physically don't have the money or who are seriously considering about uh, uh, the the operation of their whole business, uh, there's not a lot of support there for those businesses doing it at the extreme. Uh, And uh, one of the things I was hopeful to see today was some announcements around supporting uh, those businesses. There are not that many uh, in uh, out there and it, there could have quite easily been a targeted strategy uh, to support those businesses who are doing it absolutely t- uh, as bad as we've been saying and who um, really won't bounce bounce back until we see the international borders reopen. Now, we know that um, that obviously with JobKeeper, in recent days, the opposition, the Labor opposition's ramped up its calls for, for the government to extend the JobKeeper program. Um, you know, from your perspective, is that required? Look, there is no doubt there are operators there. Uh, and, you know, I've had uh, fielded a number of calls from uh, uh, some of our members even this morning uh, saying that without level of some form of uh, ongoing support, they're going to have to let some of their staff go. Uh, and, uh, you know, many businesses who are at that cliff's face, they're not wanting to uh, rack up more debt with the, with the uncertainty that is still out there with the borders um, still closed mm. and potential hotspots still coming out. Uh, so we're, uh, you know, I'm very worried about uh, a number of those businesses who are very much at the, at the cliff's face. Uh, but that said, 
you know, with the glass half full again, you know, with this incentive in place, with the half price airfares into Yulara and Alice Springs, that's going to be a real game changer. And uh, my only hope is that our industry can see that as the the light at the end of the tunnel uh, and give them some hope. Uh, to see this through. Daniel, can I just address what many might see as a bit of an elephant in the room, and that is some of the real concerns that we've had in Central Australia and here in the top end around crime. Um, are you worried that, you know, that people are going to, to see that as an issue before they travel to Central Australia? Oh, look, crime is uh, uh, being an issue beset uh, in many regional communities right across our country, and you know, I see reports coming out of far north Queensland and Cairns and into South Australia, very similar to the challenges that we're facing. Uh, I'd have to say in recent weeks uh, that this issue has, has certainly settled down compared to where we have seen um, the, the issues that we've faced in recent uh, months here in Alice Springs. Uh, so, you know, hats off to all those uh, in uh, who've had some hand in doing it. That issue's not um, gone. Uh, it's still an ever-present issue. Uh, but certainly, uh, I, look, I think most people who want to come to Central Australia uh, will very much um, get, get in their car or get on uh, one of these half-price uh, airfares and, and come and visit the region. Well, Daniel Rochford, it's always great to catch up with you, mate. I really appreciate your time this morning and uh, no doubt we'll talk again in the near future. Thanks, Katie. Much appreciated. Thank you. So that is uh, Daniel Rochford there, who is, of course, the Tourism Central Australia CEO.